Hi, I'm Valerie Bell, and I'd love to share a part of my story with you. The Bible, have you ever noticed this, makes a great big deal of ancestry. Entire chapters, like many books in the Bible, start with these genealogies. And as we read them, or as we skip them, I will admit sometimes I do skip them. Sometimes we stumble through a long list of who begat who, but all, all of them are given this precious space in scripture. Um, God thought they were important. And so I wondered, you know, why does God include them? Why are they more than just the list of ancient people's names that we can't pronounce anymore? Uh, uh, do they have a message for us today that speaks to a deep longing in our hearts? Uh, something like, here is your family. Here are your people. This is your tribe. This is where you belong. And so I was thinking, you know, belonging, what kind of word does that represent in terms of longing, belonging? It's right there. It's more than our inherited DNA. It's knowing that you have a place and that I have a place and that there are people who love and care for me and who are looking out for us. Um, it's looking at the children in our families and going, wow, that nephew has his dad's eyes and that little curly haired girl has her grandma's hair. It's, it's more than all of those kinds of things that go back to DNA. Um, we are all somebody's descendants. We're all linked together through the generations. It's more than just what happens to show up in our bodies. And so um, in our family, we try very hard to communicate this concept of belonging. And so my husband, Steve, and I practice a bedtime routine with our grandchildren. And uh, it starts with them laying in bed with us and we do what we call a massage maze where we massage each little finger, do this business, they start to relax, we do this, we do this. <laughs> I'm showing you a very important grandparenting technique here, bang, like that. And when they are relaxed and quiet, we say to them, um, how can we pray tonight? Are you worried about something? Can we thank God for something in our lives? And then we tell stories about God's work from their parents' childhood. You know, what, how did God save your father's skin one time when he was a little boy? The family lore. And then we ask them to answer this question. To whom do you belong? And they respond with a long list of family names. I belong to grandma and grandpa. I belong to Uncle Jesse and my cousins. Uh, don't forget Aunt Karen. We try to include every family member in this bedtime litany. It's a little recital of dozens of names, recalled loved ones far and near. They're all remembered. It's a kind of a game and kind of a challenge to see how many we can remember. But it goes further than just remembering because then we remind these beautiful loved grandchildren of ours that they will never be alone. They will never be orphaned or without people who love and care for them because they belong. When life presents problems and challenges and it will, they won't have to face them on their own. No matter what happens to them, no matter what occurs in their life, they are cared for and they have people. They are part 
of this family. They belong. Belonging is such a powerful practice. It's such a powerful gift we can give to others in a world that can be so just downright cold and brutally heartless. Belonging strengthens us and makes us resilient. But we must realize this. Belonging is more than genetic makeup. By reaching out and sharing our lives with others through simple, caring gestures, belonging is extended both to and beyond family. Gestures like a phone call, just checking up on someone, an invitation to share a meal in our homes, a simple card remembering someone's birthday or anniversary, a cup of coffee and warm conversation or well wishes and a reminder that we're praying for someone's restored health. All these gestures say we are your family. We are your people and you belong to us. As beautiful though, and healing as belonging can be, it's more profound than that list of gestures I just mentioned. It is a belonging that is deeply spiritual. It's the language that is actually used throughout scripture to describe how God loves us. Listen to the belonging words in these scriptures. John chapter 1 verse 12 in the living new living translation says but to all who believed him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of God. Romans chapter 8 verses 15 and 16 says you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children now we call him Abba father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 says, I will be your father, God speaking, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 says, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2 says, Dear friends, we are already God's children. We are loved. We are his children. We are family. We belong. May that truth be as sweet to us as it was to my six-year-old grandson recently. We were walking down the sidewalk in Santa Monica, our family, just a little tribe of us. And I told him, see all these people here? You belong to this family. You belong to Uncle Brendan and Aunt Kaylee. And I continued with a list of all of our family when suddenly he let go of my hand and he ran ahead of me down the sidewalk yelling, I belong, I belong, I belong. (laughs) I don't know what people thought that he belonged to, but I know he was skipping with happiness, that his heart was flung open to the possibilities of belonging to a group of people who loved him deeply. I pray this for you and I pray this for me. May our hearts skip a beat as we are healed and then become agents of healing ourselves through this beautiful and profoundly spiritual gift of belonging. 
Can we take a moment to reflect? Where and with whom have you felt belonging in your life? Can you list the names like the children in my family do at night when they go through that litany of who they belong to? Can you list the names of the people you belong to or who belong to you? And uh, I, I think it's a great idea. You know, those empty pages in the front of your Bible? Write down some of those names and pray for them and be thankful for them. And uh, leave a little space for new people coming into your belonging circle uh, as you go through life. Who do you belong to and who belongs to you? When was the last time then in your life you felt belonging with God? When did you feel belonging with his family? And how has that affected your sense of belonging? Has it increased your well-being? Has it increased your sense of, I have a place in this world? If so, don't take it for granted. That's a spiritual gift. Now, one thing I'd like you to do with me is to imagine. Just take a moment to imagine. Imagine yourself surrounded by your people. You're surrounded by the tribe that you belong to. Describe to God in prayer who these people are and what being with them feels like. For instance, you might say, I feel understood. They laugh at my jokes. I feel accepted. They ask me questions. They're interested in my life. What are some other things that you experience when you're with people to whom you belong? Then consider who might be missing from your tribe. Who needs a place at your table? Who needs to be included? Ask God to help you find ways to bring those people closer. For connection and encouragement, visit everywomans-story.com.